Welcome back to the Mediocre Podcast. My name is Dan, and we're a band called Mediocre Best. We have a podcast, and this is that podcast. What are we talking about today, Sam? Uh, um, today we're gonna be we're gonna be really digging deep into the world of live music what makes good live music what's a good live show what's a bad live show we're really going to be scraping the bottom of our bags (laughs) to pull out the real truth here Uh, we're also going to be discussing stay golden Stay golden. Stay golden. Stay, stay golden. Brew because uh, at the time of recording, it's evening. Do you hear these evening vibes right bed. now? You tell me this is not an evening episode. Um, we're going real ethereal for our podcast vibe from now forward. Uh, so buckle up. We also have Chris. Yeah, Chris, what's up? Yeah, this is... So, uh, I think we're going to get started. (laughs) No, you can go ahead, Chris. Uh, (laughs) uh, Hello? Um, um, Thanks for joining us this evening. Chris, I noticed you don't have your slippers on today. Uh, Yeah, I, I don't... Here's the problem. No one told me that it's slipper day. Yeah, you're right. And also, did. I don't own a pair of slippers. You don't own a pair of slippers, Chris. So what's wrong with you? Listen, are I'm, you even an, a man? When I'm when I'm at home and it's shoeless night, I did just, just wear. <laughs> Wait, is that what they call it in your shoeless house? night? Shoeless oh. night, meaning oh, it's okay. I, you know. <laughs> Without it's shoes, hang out it's in the house without nighttime. your shoes. Nighttime, you take your shoes off. You know, I just take my shoes off, and I don't put on slippers or house shoes of any kind. So you really, you just, you just walk around barefoot. That's your I mean, move in socks. Wow. Oh, in barefoot socks. So you in don't, socks. <laughs> you don't completely bareback it. Bareback. <laughs> well, it depends. You know, if I if I just got out the shower, I'm probably barefoot. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Uh, so, why don't I open this one up? Give me a chord. What, what chord do you want to end on? Um, give me something with a flat nine. I don't care which chord. And then resolve it. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. obligatory harmonic these intros are really getting me i mean like right, in the, right in the heart they're getting more elaborate really, as yeah, the season <laughs> goes on um so let me open this one up because what i what i don't want to do this is what kind of what i first said okay what do you not want to do what i don't want to do is talk about like which artists we've seen live that we liked the least or liked the best. Okay. Because what I don't want to become, yeah. And this is that this would be the first step in becoming this is like the band who also has an outlet to talk bad about other oh, artists yeah. all the time. Of course. So I don't necessarily want to talk about 
which artists put on good shows and which artists put on bad shows. But I want to speak more generally about in, in each of our opinions, based on our experiences seeing different artists throughout the years, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, what made going to their show either fun or exciting or different? And then maybe what made it not stand out to you when you think about like some of the best shows you've gone to? So some notes maybe on like performance styles, style of music, like maybe things that you try to take on when, when we're performing. So we'll kind of, we'll kind of round table some of that. I like it. I like it. Round table. Yeah. Round table style. Yeah. Now, right out the gate, I'll be the first to say, I haven't really seen a lot of live music Mm -hmm. as someone who performs live music. I think I've played with mediocre at best more times than I've actually gone and seen a band live. I feel like, man, how many times have we played? We've played a lot. Because we have played a lot. Because I feel like I may be able to say the same thing. There's some gigs that we played that I kind of just... They they were gigs, but I didn't really consider them. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't I kind of quickly forgot about those. We we play some, some jazz gigs. And yeah. Yeah, well, so we've not been considered. to a handful of shows. Yeah, we've been together. Band gigs, you know, band yeah. band outings. Yeah, band outings to the symphony. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, <laughs> which is, I mean, that's fair game for yeah, discussion yeah. here. Yeah, um, because that's music. That's still music. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like we've how, we've seen some jazz. Who's out here saying that that's not music? <laughs> <laughs> Probably like people who are really into punk. But be yeah, real maybe. when you say like, "Man, what's the last great show you went to?" Even you were at the symphony like two weeks ago. Would you be remembering back no. on going to Tchaikovsky? I I don't think of it as a show. Yeah. I think I think yeah, of it yeah. as like a performance. Yeah, I don't know. It's just the uh, the yeah. verbiage is different. Why? Um let's start there. Yeah. What's the difference between a show in the sense you're talking about yeah, and a show. the symphony? I think the first thing that comes to mind is your level of participation mm. and the expectation of participation. Yeah. Like a show there's, you know, the audience is supposed to be right there with the band. And those moments of like interaction, like when someone like crowd surfs or something crazy happens, mm-hmm. those are like the highlights. Whereas seeing a classical music performance, you're meant to like, it's meant to if, be this like transcendent. If you move. Yeah, exactly. You get the glares you're, across the you're room. You're not supposed to respond other than mentally yeah, yeah. i think that's the, okay that, that's what so comes it's a mind. participation aspect primarily i think that's part of it it makes you not call the symphony a show also they just happen in different venues yeah most of the time i mean one has like semi-comfortable chairs that you sit yeah. in yeah a show you may not sit at all if you don't get there early enough exactly if yeah. they even have they seats. Even have seats if there's even seats which there's probably just let's like be honest uh, i mean a floor of beer yeah, <laughs> let's be honest. You can find a place to sit at any venue if you try hard enough. Yeah, if you try hard My enough. My favorite is the guys who like get there first and then they Ooh. sit like on the sub, which is on the stage. I'm like, man, 
you're not in for a great like <laughs> sound experience Listening here experience. sitting on the sub like way over here but hey he's he's having the time of his life so <laughs> so i guess another so we've established what a show is yeah a show well we I mean, so, we can include i think to your point we should include classical music no, yeah. performances and we should widen our understanding of like musical performances and not yeah no i was never i was never okay okay hey. i was never i'm just <laughs> we just happened to start there he was oh, just okay. trying to clarify so so thinking back on some of the best shows that you've seen i mean i've seen a handful yeah. in my time yeah and, I think, and as I start to think about like the shows I've been to, I'm like, man, oh, there was that one. Like, ooh, I forgot I went to that. And ooh, that yeah. wasn't very good. Like, that's why I don't remember <laughs> that one. So think about the best shows you've seen, best musical performances. Yeah. And what stood out about those performances? Like, what bands did you see? What group? What what artist did you see? It was like that. That's a highlight show for you. And if you need time to think, I can start because do that. A huge highlight for me is Saint Paul and the Broken Bones. Oh yeah, you did yeah, see yeah. them, man. Where he was like on laying on the speaker. So Saint Paul himself went wild. <laughs> and is his name Saint Paul? His name is yeah. Paul. Oh okay. Yeah, good. I wouldn't say he's a saint. Well, I mean, per se. hey. he, he <laughs> I don't think he'd consider himself a saint. Really? Yeah. He put it in the name. He is a banker, but oh, um, is he? Yeah, that was currently. His, I don't think any. I think he's finally quit. Is he still a teller? He's <laughs> I just think the he teller. He quit the bank. <laughs> but when they started the band, he was just a bank teller. <laughs> but when you walk up to him at the bank, he's just screaming some vocal yeah, riffs he's at you, sweating. Boy, he's got the cape on. <laughs> <laughs> he's standing on the desk. Man, so the one of the reasons why Saint Paul was so good. Tell me. Well, one, the band was so killer. And I think that when you see, because I think St. Paul is at a point where they're kind of a pop group. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people, they were playing the Ritz, which is a large venue. Yeah. And there was a ton of people there. Like they've at least ascended to that point in popularity. Yeah. But like the the music is fairly formulaic. Um, The band would play around with the form of the songs so freely Mm. in a way like what you're hearing here, you'll never hear on the record. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when I think about the boring shows I've seen, it's when I could barely differentiate the performance with the studio recording. Like they may have just been playing. They the might as CD well just ran the track in the back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so seeing Saint Paul, they would elongate certain sections. They would slow certain sections down. They would just change entire songs. And I mean, the band is pretty big because they've got like a three-part horn section in addition to like the organist and the guitars and everything. But the way that the interplay that happened with the band was really cool. But all that is, it pales in comparison to Paul himself. Because when they came out, they rolled out a dance floor for him. <laughs> that was like a special material for him to be able to move more freely oh. and like get some tack on his shoes to like, pivot and without slipping okay like it was this perfect like rubber bottom dance floor that they pulled out for him so you already know when they're rolling this thing out like he's he's gonna gonna go wild wild. he's basically one of the modern embodiments of like rick james okay he performs (laughs) 
you know, if you've seen Rick James, like he's just going wild the whole time. He's just moving around. And that alone, like the movement of Paul stood out because you see bands and the singer just stands there yeah, and sings his part. And the guitarist just stands there and plays his part. But there's some sort of weird, like communication that happens when they just move (laughs) so when he's up there dancing and then at one point he would get on the ground and start rolling around on the ground because he'd roll himself in the dance floor like when he like when kids do burrito oh yeah (laughs) he'd roll himself up in the floor with his mic sticking out just (laughs) wailing like (laughs) but then the craziest thing he did because paul is a big dude so he crawled up on the stack which was like 12, 15 feet above the stage floor. Yeah. He crawled up there and then just jumped off. Just oh straight down. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> A 260-pound <laughs> like, man just... Dude. So he jumped off. He hit the deck heels first. And then what? butt. And his glasses flew across the stage. What? His wireless pack and batteries exploded everywhere. And he just hit the deck and he laid there on his back like <laughs> in pain and finished the song with his mic still in hand, just what? screaming. And he finished the song. And then like the roadies came out, they got his glasses and he got up and limped like the rest of the, <laughs> the rest of the show. Ouch. And then he got on Instagram. It was like, like just a day in the life. Like, this just happens all the time. But he put on such a physical performance Mm -hmm. that, like, you couldn't help but also have fun with him Mm -hmm. in as big of a room. So the command of the room that he had is, like, what still makes me think, like, St. Paul is nowhere near my favorite band. Yeah. Or even, like, my favorite band that I've seen live. Yeah. But the show they put on still stands out. It's, like, best show I've seen, probably St. Paul is, like, the first reaction. So it's that physical it's that, embodiment, the, the physical embodiment of Rick James <laughs> that makes them so good. But it's, so it's the combination of his physical performance and his ability. I mean, his vocal ability is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So he can just dance all over the song, but then the band also having the skill and the, the synergy to do what they did and just play around with their own song form so freely. Mm. It's like that, that was mm. the perfect combo for like mm. a, just a perfect show. So, yeah, I feel like a lot of the things that you hope to hear live yeah. are something familiar done differently. Yeah. Like a track that you know, but played differently or mashed up. I think of like Colony House when we saw Colony House. Mm. That was a really good show. Um, we just saw them open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we only saw them open. They played yeah. 30 minutes and, and they smashed they it. They killed easily killed, yeah. So <laughs> we saw, great. for the listeners, we saw Colony House open for Mute Math. And I mean, Colony House probably had the better set in 30 minutes than Mute Math had with like two hours. Yeah. Mute Math was great. Yeah. I mean, classic band. They did band. their thing. Yeah. Classic band. They had some different cool stuff that they did, but like musically, Colony House had me the whole time, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Granted, they had less of a uh, expectation, yeah, because they were just the opener yep. and they only played thirty minutes, so they didn't have to hold your attention for very long. Yeah, no, they didn't. But the pacing of the set, yeah, no, it was. I've they, seen they, some thirty-minute opening sets 
that like oh buddy painful, come yeah, on yeah. guys <laughs> wrap it up come on <laughs> now they, they they had you the whole time yeah it was great i was so i was gonna say that i can think of three things that make a show great mm-hmm. and the main two are energy from the stage mm-hmm. and engagement with the audience mm-hmm. so i feel like and the energy doesn't have to be like physical like exertion like rick sweat james. doesn't have to be rick james doesn't yeah, exactly have to be doesn't Paul. have to be it doesn't have to be rick james mm-hmm. i think of I uh we saw i'm with her <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> we saw i'm with yeah. her and three girls uh bluegrass folk style three band. hers three hers mm-hmm. exactly and um very chill they would do some upbeat bluegrass stuff sometimes but mm-hmm. it still wasn't like blazing bluegrass or anything yeah. like yeah. that but the harmonies were so tight and they were so seamless in their songs and like in moving back and forth between solos and that kind of stuff that the energy that came from that like tightness was unparalleled in a way. Like it, it, it brought the energy of a full band, I think just in yeah. a different way. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean by energy. And then yeah. obviously if you got, I feel like what some bands do is they like get in their own world and they put on a really cool show and they have a cool concept, but they don't engage enough with you. And so it ends up being like, I could see how this is a good show, but it's like watching it on TV. Yeah. So it doesn't add anything to be there. And then I think third, comfort. And in the sense that if you feel like, I feel like if I went to like a thrash core show, You'd be uncomfortable. Exactly. Enjoy it. They would probably have energy. Mm-hmm. I mean, definitely have some kind of energy, mm-hmm. and they'd probably be engaging with the audience. You know, stage diving, throwing crap. Mm-hmm. You would know, they the be whole thrashing? thing. Mm-hmm. It's probably thrashing. That's definitely engagement. But I wouldn't be comfortable, <laughs> and I wouldn't want to involve myself in yeah. that necessarily, even if I like the music. But I think part of comfort does come with like you just have to like the music in general. Yeah, so that's the third yeah. thing that's not quite as important, but definitely I feel like you have to have it. Like that's so I feel like the symphony has a hard time being the best live show I've ever seen because there's no engagement. Yeah, and because you're not comfortable like well, physically sitting, not sometimes, allowed to move and sneeze right. if you need to, and exactly so that the comfort <laughs> aspect is like on the part of the listener. Yeah, it kind of yeah no, it's definitely like, it's subjective. Like the band can't do anything about that part. No, it's, it's definitely just not subjective. Be a good show for you. Well, if the you're band. Not into I feel it. like the band can do band something. Can. Yeah, I think. I think they can foster a comfortable right. environment, you, like a safe, to... a safe space. <laughs> when you're on the stage, you're in some ways a host, mm-hmm. right? For an event. Yeah. 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 And in many ways, you are. And so there's ways that you can like get a vibe from the audience and say like, okay. We need to, you know, this is how we need to respond. We need to ease them in or they're already ready to go and you need to build like on the momentum that you have. Yeah. But before we continue yapping, mm-hmm. should we consider this brew? Aha. Uh-huh. So today <laughs> we have Stay Golden Coffee Co., uh, roasted in Nashville, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the Easy Does It 
decaf blend. Easy. Does and the it? reason why that's wow. funny is because when we were in college, about you know during finals every year, every <laughs> semester, Chris would say, "Man, should we just quit school and move to Nashville?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was my thing yeah. for a little while, and we did it, and we did it. Yeah, and we, we did. You know, we, we never looked school. back. <laughs> we haven't looked back since. Uh, but should I read the copy? You all have thoughts? Um, I mean, I have thought. You can read the copy. You want to hear a little to. bit from the copy? I mean, I'll, okay. Give us yeah. a, a smidge. Stay golden. Keep the good vibes going. Mm. This bag of coffee is a celebration of every hand that helped craft your next cup. Mm-hmm. The farmers, distributors, roasters. We all strive for excellence in an effort to deliver the best quality coffee, sustainably sourced, thoughtfully roasted to perfection. From farm to future, our communities uh, matter. Stay true, is. stay golden. Man, if I were to name, if I was to give you a checklist yeah. of every <laughs> buzzword that you put on a coffee bag, oh, they yeah. hit, they got 100%. It's all there. It's 100%. They hit all of it. Sustainable. Sustainable. Craft. Distributors. Um, Farmers. The, the very first one? Farm to it's table? To ce- Celebra- celebrate. celebrate. It's always celebrating something. Farm, coffee, caffeine. <laughs> so this, the first thought I had when I said Tell me. It, Tell me your first thought. Clean. It is mm-hmm. super clean. Smooth. It's really clean. It's really smooth. Yeah. As a decaf, big fan. Oh, man. Glides. Big I, fan. So we've had a few decafs. I think mm. we've had this. We've had Counterculture's decaf, yeah. we did which black is and white. slow motion. And we have black and whites. Um, Sugarcane. Sugarcane yeah, sugar decaf. decaf. Yeah. And this one knocks them both out of the out of the, yeah. out of the water. Out of the park? Out, out, of, the, the, water. out of the park, it out of the water. It knocks it out okay. of the park, and knocks it knocks out of the them water. out of the water. In the water. I, I always expect like shallow flavor, mm-hmm. but here I get a little bit of depth. Yeah, I get a little bit of that tart. There's some tart. But it's to not. It. It's not overwhelmingly so. There's a little bit of sweetness that that dulls the the lemony. Yeah, there's some lemony a little bit. It's not not super flavorful. I feel like it's like apricot, but there's character to that. Apricot, yeah. apricot, apricot. What are you talking about? I feel like because an apricot. Apricot, 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 uppercut, uppercut is a. <laughs> I feel like it's sweet, but not quite peach sweet. Mm, it's got okay. a little bit of that tartness. To I can it. dig that. I just wanted like to a yell. dried apricot. Do y'all say apricot for real, or is that I, just a joke? I don't. I've, I'll say it for real. Apricot, apricot, apricot. I've said apricot. apricot. I haven't said it enough to really have a firm idea. I'm more inclined to say okay. So it's, I got. I'm getting some yeah, lemon, clear, some sugar, some apricot. It's apricot for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's apricot. Clear your mind. Yeah. <laughs> Just say what comes. It's kind of like a Nevada Nevada thing. Yeah, yeah. Or it's definitely Nevada. Like a July. But people July. feel like they have to say Nevada because it's Colorado, and then people from Nevada say no, it's Nevada. It's not Nevada. Like Oregon Nevada. versus Oregon. No, that's just wrong. What's what's wrong? Oregon. Yeah, Oregon. Oregon. No, it's Oregon. <laughs> Oregon, Oregon is is wrong. But so the coffee is <laughs> is good. It's I from don't Tennessee. Know, I don't know if I speaking say. about states. Huh? It's from Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee, Nashville. That was good. Tennessee. Um, <laughs> I I don't know if I'd say that it tops the sugarcane decaf. Really? Yeah. I still like that one. That one's really good. I still like I mean, that one a lot. These, these are four. 
decafs mm-hmm. i would drink these if they weren't decaf. i mean like yeah we're talking the, the king of, of decaf of decafs yeah is gone for me yeah. based on these coffees that we've yeah. had but th- i mean this is a daily driver for me if i wanted some decaf which yeah. rarely do you're i want a, some decaf you're not an evening sipper I- i'll sip in the evening but i'll sip full caffeine oh really yeah see i can't do that and then still pass around 11 pass (laughs) (laughs) samuel's so that being said like there's no there's not a lot of value to me with the decaf but i can appreciate the quality of of what we've got here i hear you i hear you yeah yeah chris yeah 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 should we uh i like it it rivals the sugar cane faux show should we uh give it a rating of some kind um my rating is is like celebration out of options hmm. okay all right decaf gives you options it does You're pregnant decaf it's late decaf and that, i i like i want to celebrate you want to the celebrate options those options that such a fine brew as this can afford us that's my rating out of 10 okay that's pretty good chris you got you got any um ratings? i would say i would rate it stone fruit out of fruit so but that's pretty good like, that's pretty good yeah yeah no no, no. that's okay, all i have to say yeah, yeah, yeah. i'd rate it great out of decaf mm. that's good because it's yeah. a great decaf it, yeah <laughs> good. good man we squashed this one solid and we're back yeah with more yeah, of the of the of the main topic the we're meat here. so i feel like we've established the potatoes the parts of shows that we really enjoy yeah when we go there i mean i'll tell you guys during quarantine yeah like what's been ringing true to me is that and I haven't always felt this way when I'm actually going to shows regularly. Yeah. But I want to like bump into people at a live show. Oh, okay. Like tomorrow. You want to see people you know or no, like you like, mean just I physically, physically like, bump, bump into, people. into people? Well, that is more the shows that you go to. Well, I mean, I don't even care if it's just a crowded room. Like I want to fight through the crowd to get back to yeah, my is spot. That, that's what you miss about it? Like <laughs> kind of. Kind I can of. see that. normally like... Well, you don't know what you have. I have a bit of an advantage when I go. That's true. Being a slightly larger than the average person. Hey, you know, don't hold back. You're I a can big fella. See above You're a, a lot fella. of people, and I also they also kind of get out of the way. Like if, <laughs> if I come at them <laughs> with confidence, um, so I kind of like having the power <laughs> yeah. fight through yeah. like, fight through a sea of like teenagers well, thanks for being honest <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i don't abuse the power i see those guys i don't oh, like okay. those guys i don't vibe with those guys no but so i both want to like kind of <laughs> like rub shoulders with people like and then like the music starts and we're vibing we're all kind of moving so like i mean i don't want to vibe in like a three-foot circle like i want to vibe right there with whoever and that's normally something that's kind of annoying yeah. at a show. Is like, man, everyone's so close to me, and it's annoying. But right now, I'm like, dude, I kind of miss that feeling. <laughs> but I also kind of want to like, like bump into people. You know what I mean? Like we spoke about Gojira, yeah, yeah, yeah last yeah, week. Wanna, so I, I've been, to, I've been to Gojira. Yeah, yeah, I've been to Gojira. That show was was wild, and it wasn't wild until they took the stage. So all them witches opened. 
Okay. And they like they put the room to sleep in a good way. Like, <laughs> okay. They put the room yeah. in. <laughs> they put the room in such a trance. That's <laughs> with their like they did the droniest rock set that I've ever seen. Uh-huh. And they did these like <laughs> these dissonant chords for like 10 straight minutes to oh. end the set. Oh my and you're gosh. just like in another world. And it was great. <laughs> and then like Deaf Heaven came out and played. And it was like, I mean, they go hard, but it's like, no one's really, I mean, we're just kind of listening to the music. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. then, so I was like, okay, this will be kind of the same thing. Gojira comes out. They're a little bit more mature in the scene. They're a little bit more ethereal with some of their music. The moment they started, I looked across the room and there was like a wave of people like coming at us, <laughs> oh like, my like an upward. <laughs> like, and then for just the next hour and a half, we were just bracing our knees like waiting for the next impact from mm. people. Mm. And it was sometimes a little scary. Like people around us were running out of the building crying because they'd get like, <laughs> they'd get swallowed up. Oh yeah. And, and, and like <laughs> squeezed. And then they were just like, I didn't know this was going to happen. And it was just immediate. I was like, man, that, that sounds fun right now. <laughs> that sounds like a good time. Like this dude jumped in front of me wearing like a beer glass costume and started thrashing. So I mean, he's dangerous. Get him out of here. So like, you know, we worked together to get him away. It's like, man, this is, it's an event. Beer glass costume? Yeah. Like a full body suit that was just a pint glass. Oh. <laughs> and like he had nothing else on. Oh, okay. It was hilarious. But hey, you know, he's swinging his, his arms around. He's going to hurt somebody. So yeah, you know, yeah, we, yeah. the mature group that was my section yeah, of the room, the you know, mods. Well, we get this guy out of here. <laughs> the mods we're, we're, of the, we're down of the to mosh thrash. pit. Yeah, exactly. We're down to thrash, but get, get this guy out of here. But like the, the physically bumping into people, I kind of miss that about live music right now. You, you miss it now because of COVID or you think you'd miss it anyway? I mean, like that was fun. Being... That was fun, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But now, specifically, like the close proximity of a bunch of people who are yeah. all here to enjoy the same thing, I can... like that in and of itself is kind of what I'm I'm missing. Yeah, right I now. can get that. The more that I think about it, the more I'm like, man, I could go to a show right now. Yeah, yeah. couldn't you though? No, could I mean, yeah, I've kind of put it out of my mind. What you don't want to do because people are doing shows. That's what you just, don't want to yeah. do. Necess- not what I don't have any desire to do is like go to the poorhouse with my mask on. And like, there's tape on the floor. Are they like, doing shows my at spot. the poorhouse? Not, not right now, but oh, there's okay. bars like the poorhouse. Yeah, not so much in North Carolina, but in surrounding states that are a little bit more lax. Yeah, yeah. And like, here's your section. Like, there's a six foot square. You can stand there with your mask on <laughs> yeah, and watch. That does sound like, terrible. This doesn't sound fun. And I think the only thing different is that you're not closer to strangers. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. No. I, is that not true? Yeah. There's can, a there's a yeah. level of energy that you just can't have when everyone is six feet away from each yeah. other. That's it true. It just sucks yeah, the no. life out of yeah. of whatever it is in Very the room. True. Yeah. <laughs> so like yeah, that, I feel like that's another interpretation of what you were talking about is just general energy. Like the band doesn't have to do anything specific in that type of like. Yeah, there's yeah. energy in the room because there's just a lot of people in there. Yeah, yeah. Who all are like we have a common goal which is to hear the band play music and enjoy it. Yeah, R- yeah. Riddle me this, boys, because here's my, here's my question. How does virtuosity play into a live show for you and maybe globally speaking? Mm-hmm. Because, 
I think some of the best shows I've seen, if we're taking show as a as a more broad category, yeah. live would performance. be yeah, as a live performance, yeah. would be the Funk Apostles, mm. Corey Henry. Yeah, that was a really good one. Yeah, mainly based on the music. Yeah, and just the virtuosity. Uh, like just getting to hear Corey Henry live because he is such just an insane musician and getting to hear him just solo yeah is like top tier mm. the other aspects of it were fine you know yeah. really loud really loud super loud insanely loud insanely loud <laughs> uh <laughs> and another good example which kind of breaks the mold a little bit almost the opposite of gojira is the north carolina symphony mm-hmm. orchestra they have like a Baroque group. Mm. Yeah. Double concerto by Bach. Oh, yeah? Ooh. Oh, shoot. Ooh. Yeah. But the thing is, you can't, you can't respond. Yeah. You can't. You're sitting there like <laughs> in, straight in your mind. One of these, like, exactly. One of these like five of, five of five to five Listen. lines that Bach writes and it's just. Yeah. The Ooh. conductor <laughs> was, uh, she was this red haired lady who played harpsichord and conducted at the Ooh, same time shoot. so she's playing two hand parts man would end the part perfectly conduct into the next section and then go back to just shredding mm. on the harpsichord <laughs> man and the violins were crazy like top tier top tier musicians yeah and but it, it is interesting because really that whole experience was riding off of the virtuosity. Yeah. Whereas you have other examples of like great times that you can have where it doesn't have to be like virtuosic music. Right. I don't know. Would y'all care to speak on that dichotomy? You gotta go first. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like I'm not that concerned with virtuosity when it comes to a live show. Mm. Although it always... It's always great, yeah. you know, for somebody to, to rip something crazy. But I think what makes it special is when it's unexpected. Ooh. So with Corey yeah. Henry, I just, what I mostly remember is I, I just, I expected him to rip crazy organ solos yeah. and stuff. And he did. And it he was did. great. He did. But it didn't, <laughs> it didn't surprise me. Mm. But I remember the band getting down to a couple covers at the end of the show mm-hmm. And they were so tight, and uh, it was such a yeah. good time because they were just such a tight band. And also, I remember the guitarist taking a cool solo other than... I couldn't hear him <laughs> at yeah, all there, other than the one solo he took. I could hear him just enough. There was some and big issues. he was issues. doing some cool... It was like a... I mean, he was doing some cool fusion stuff that I didn't expect to hear at Corey Henry's show. I'd expected yeah. just funk guitar vamping the whole yeah, time. Right. Um. But uh, so like that's what made it great to me. Mm. Even mm-hmm. though Corey Henry's great, and but just because I expected it to happen, I expected him to rip that, something crazy. That unexpected hey. virtuosity. You got you got to surprise music. me. You got to go do. It. And so I, that's why I think when bands do something like what Colony House did and like switch up their songs, intros, do like uh, do like little instrumentals between their songs that you wouldn't expect, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I feel like that's what sticks out and makes it a great show is because you, you're wondering where is this going. Like yeah. One of my favorite moments ever live was when we saw Snarky Puppy 
and they played oh, uh, What About You? Chills. What About Us? What was it? Chills. What About Us? What About Me? What About Me? What About Them? We like, and it. They s- we like it here. Is what About one. Me? What About Me? So they started it off, I'm going to say uh, 60 BPM slower than the actual track is played, and then, then ramped it into well, if you remember, Accelerando. They started at Ah Tempo. And they played the intro. That's right. A tempo. Dun, dun, and then when dun, they the, yeah, yeah. the the moment that they hit the downbeat of like the, uh, the what's the, the quote hook, verse the melody yeah yeah that like without any cueing oh, yeah. at all hit that like sixty BPM slow and it was freaking <laughs> it was ridiculous. Awesome. I I think I cried. <laughs> but you know so what, was what almost, made that great? Like it was they were they were virtuosic. Yeah, but what made that great is you didn't expect it, yeah. and they yeah. killed it. No idea, because it was like, oh, they're playing this one, but like one of their best songs easily. I'm excited to hear it. Exactly. But then I think what made that moment more special was that the entire joint screamed <laughs> at the top of their lungs because none of us could understand what happened. <laughs> it's it's that moment when the music hits just right and you just melt. You don't know what's like, happening. Like, yeah. oh my! God. Like, probably a thousand people at that amphitheater just had just, their knees taken out, yeah, melted yeah. at the same time. When somebody jukes you so hard, <laughs> we were all ankle ankles broke. That's right. That's snarky puppy. So I kind of categorize it, I guess, in two different types of things because snarky puppy was great. Mm-hmm. Um. I'll tell you, the best part about Corey Henry's show, you're right, was when the other band members started ripping and you were like, yeah, oh, yeah. wait. I I mean, I expected a backing band right, here. To nah. his virtual. But then like when Bald Dude went off on the keyboard, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "That's this is the best part of the show it right here. The, it's yeah, your his, solo. His key solo was Because he was ridiculous. First and then track. the drummer was ripping. Yeah, man. Like, hang on a second. Yeah, they, First were, track, they were going off. Keys Dude came in with... I don't know what he was playing. I think it was like a Korg. Came in yeah. with the he was he was he had the threshold during the solo and he was just he was working yeah. that thing. He was in touch with the yeah. machine. He was one and you know, you could feel it. <laughs> one flesh. <laughs> <laughs> um but I feel like I think about like Charlie Hunter. Super low key show, mm-hmm. but we went to see him and and uh, Kido is it Kido? Kido, yeah, Kita, Kita Ogawa, Kita Ogawa, like just a two piece, and then the girl was singing um a lot. Yeah, but that's true. She the band was lot. just the two piece, and they were just like that was a super low key show. Yeah, yeah. But everything that Charlie Hunter does is mad impressive. Yeah, like I, yeah. the simple things that he's doing are still like two completely separate parts at the same time. Yeah, so it's like you get lost in what is still impressive, but then he'll rip something like that's just stupid I mean, off feel, just off of his off the top of his head. The feel on everything is yeah. fantastic. So when I see that, I'm like, this isn't the best show. Like I won't remember this as the most fun I've ever had at a show, but this is one of the best performances I've ever seen mm. of mm-hmm. a musical instrument. And I feel the same way about like the Punch Brothers the oh, couple yeah. times that I've seen them because that's still like you'll just you'll be in such a trance from what you're seeing Chris Thiele do like right in front of you. Oh, yeah. You're like, that's not real. <laughs> like this isn't possible. But 
And then like I saw Terry Bozio do a solo drum concert. Okay. Like with an intermission, there was seats and you were not allowed to go. The bar was closed during the performance. Like you were not allowed to take pictures of any sort. And this was at the poorhouse, which oh. does not have chairs and has a thriving bar yeah. that is running at all times. Yeah. But for this show, they they like sh- shut it down. When he starts, you stop serving drinks and everyone sits in their seat. No phones, nothing. Dang. And like it's some of the best playing that I've seen like in person. Cuz I think that's the thing is like YouTube exists. Yeah. When it comes to virtuosity. Yeah. So it's not as like special I don't feel like to be right there seeing that, but it's still like it's still an experience. I just feel like that's diminished so much by yeah. the internet, but that was fantastic, but nowhere near like the most fun I've had. Mm. So I'm like, man, best show I've seen, I go to the shows I had the most fun at, but not necessarily the best performance or the most virtuosic player yeah. that I've seen. But I feel like when those two things happen, Ooh. I, feel, I think you hit it with the unexpected because I didn't expect St. Paul. Like... <laughs> To yeah, yeah. do some of the things that the band did and to go off so hard, like at, at random parts. So when it did happen, it didn't have to be the craziest thing I'd ever seen, but I didn't know yeah, yeah. like how good St. Paul's drummer is because he just, on the records, he's just like, he sounds like a studio guy. Like it just sounds like you could hire anybody from the studio to play what they put down on their record. Yeah. That's the great thing so about live that's music like the, too yeah. is they can feed off one another yeah. in the energy aspect and so you you'll get things that you wouldn't get otherwise. Yeah. All right, so which artist has put on the worst show you've ever seen? Well, wait, should we like a quick spitball? No, I mean I could think of some shows that I we've seen I, some. even a bad show. Like I'm I'm always still glad I went. Yeah. So I still like no, it's always I a still good time. like going to see live music. Like it's music. This Honestly, is what we do. So honestly, going to see other people do it is still fun, even if it's not very good. Honestly, I didn't think that I would miss live music as much as I do now that we can't go see anything. Yeah. It's like, dang, Us man. talking about it 40, has got really Now that we've done wish. 40 minutes talking about everything really? we love about yeah, yeah. No, but <laughs> even shows. before, I was like, man. Can we just like? Yeah. We got any gigs around here? <laughs> yeah. Maybe we like can playing music, watching yeah. music. It's just a good time. Maybe we can close out with this. Make this like a time capsule. Yeah. For the band. It kind of What's is. What's the last yeah. show that you saw? Uh, the la- I mean, the one we played. That did you watch? That did count. you see yourself? Count. Well, we saw the other bands. Yeah, yeah that's so true. The last show Whatever that, that you one went was. to, or last performance you went to, that wasn't one that we played at. <laughs> uh, I mean. We all remember that one. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> maybe a different. Other one than, than that, uh, I don't. I honestly don't remember. It you may have. Remember? It may have been. It's been at, was it the Bluegrass Festival? No, probably. Yeah. Mm. It's been. When was that? I mean, it's been like, it's been like probably seven, eight months. Yeah, it's been so a while. Whenever that was, yeah. I I literally don't remember. I don't think I've seen a show this year. Which we're now yeah. almost yeah. nine months into this year. The Bluegrass Festival was this year, right? Bluegrass Festival was, was like October. What? I think it's October. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Because we I went. That, yeah, that doesn't count. It's been a long year. Dan got married in October, and then we went after the wedding. So that's how I remember right, right. that it's October. Not this past October. Not this past October, but. <laughs> yeah. But just when I think Bluegrass Festival. Yeah. Like, it is in when October. Is that? You're right. Well, when did Dan get married? Yeah. 
Um, dang. I feel like I've seen. I other saw Colony House in November. Headline music. a show. Okay. Was it as yeah, good yeah. as their? I mean, they were good, but really, it wasn't. I as feel good like as their... the opening gig opening? that they had was a little tighter, ah. a little bit more focused. Ah. I also liked their old music more than I liked their new album, and this was yeah, a yeah. new album tour. Mm. But then after that, I saw Daughters in yeah, December. Yeah, you told me about that. That's the last show I've seen. Yeah, which, I don't. <laughs> I'm kind of okay if that's the last show I ever see because <laughs> that was an experience. But I think yeah, that's I, that's the last performance. Yo, we I to. cannot remember. I don't. Man, it, I mean, well, it hasn't I was been expect, since last year. I was probably. hoping this would be like a hopeful, like, I'm sorry. end to our discussion. Is like, man, I'm sorry. that was I a had, good time, my lad. But you're like, I can't remember. <laughs> I had plans. Frodo, do you remember the Shire? Dust. Do you remember the strawberries and cream? <laughs> <laughs> man well i'm sorry you guys don't remember that sucks if i find out i'll come back okay. yeah yeah you know, let us know in the comments and, uh, yeah, what you, yeah i'll what put it in the comments you went to is and um other than that uh, i think that that yeah. uh that, that wrap su- it up sufficiently bookends wraps us up our discussion here what can the so, people buy online shirts currently if you are shirts. smaller than any of us you can. What are you, what are you talking about? You can pick up a shirt. We got larges. We have larges. Y'all don't now? wear larges. I thought. I thought we only had small and medium. No, there's there's larges. Maybe that was just the one color. It was the one color. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sold out. Of so larges. if you want the yeah, the color that I looked at was like, ooh, this is a dope one. <laughs> the you're gonna have to be a little small, but yeah. So there are shirts available. Where can they find those? Uh, mediocre at best band.com <laughs> forward slash shop shop so check that out uh we are continuously updating listening saturdays continuously having a good time over there on listening saturdays follow listening saturdays listen to it on saturdays with us uh-huh uh download it on saturdays um we're going back down now we're going down okay uh ep is in the works We've got some some more demos uh-huh, uh-huh. that uh, that we're working on. So yes. steadily getting there on the EP. I know you guys are asking about it. Yeah, yeah. The Swim Meet music video is nearing completion. Oh, stay so tuned. So close. Oh. Stay tuned. Don't sleep. No idea. On Swim Meet. I'm over here searching my calendar, and trying to find the last time I saw live music. It's after, not gonna happen. After this. After Dan wraps up, we will next speak next week. Next speak. <laughs>